When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. This okay. finally waited. Ericsson, low, great ball into the middle. What a save by Heaton. Tonight's Davison Sanchez, Lucas Moura. And belted into the net, brilliant goal. On debut, Tunga Ondombele has scored the equaliser for Spurs. Lucas Moura clips it. Oh, great goal! Stephen Bergwijn has arrived in North London! That is absolutely incredible on debut! Oh yeah! What a finish for 3-2 from Serge Aurier! Kane, good area for Spurs, and Kane's not afraid to shoot! Wow, what a goal, Harry Kane! That is exceptional! Try and place it, wonderfully taken by Eric Lamella. Never afraid to take on a shot, and with good reason. Terry in the Burnley back line, and Son breaks forward. Oh wow, what a run! Yemin Son, from inside his own half, has scored one of the best goals of his My gosh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to you here. We've got the new Spurs order back again under the Touchline Media Group. Bring it back with another eventful week for Spurs. It's been really proactive and eventful again recently. Um, let's go around and uh, ask how everyone is. Jack, firstly, how are you? Mr. Infamous. Uh, better, better. I've still got, uh, I've got made a few enemies of late. Uh, as the gold, as Yao would say, come on down. <laughs> come on down. I wouldn't even say he was going to be better. It was cool how he, uh, how he addressed you. I think he addressed you much better than some of the other people who were in your, um, in your mentions. Let's say it got a bit sticky for you there, didn't it? Much more diplomatic, I'd say. Spurs Twitter famous Jack. Yao of the new Spurs order. How you doing? I think it's been a good week for me. You know, I've had uh, I've had a fan that has no knowledge of football show their annals throughout the week and get eaten up by the Twitter world. So I, I'm in good spirits. You know, <laughs> I may give some compliments today. I'm just saying. Oh, I like how everyone's smiling and in a good mood today. Despite this uh, sticky weather, Dave. You're smiling as well, but generally, how are you doing, man? I'm, I'm I love how most of us are repping the Spurs shirts as well, apart from uh, infamous, infamous. Yeah, that's the Jack don't want us to win. Jack <laughs> <laughs> don't want us to win, but no, um, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm just, I'm out here trying to, I'm trying to keep it even, keep it balanced, and trying to make some friends when everyone else is making enemies. 
Because they <laughs> <laughs> You guys are just going for people, boy. Right. It's what we're all about. It's what we're all about at the New Spurs Order, though. We've got different perspectives, all different opinions <laughs> flying about. And it's a very nice melting pot, to be honest. I think it works out quite well. Uh, not really sure what to cover first. Uh, so we have got a few. Um, I'll start with the brief transfer news. There's there's more transfer news which has been announced today, but there's um, some actual business which looks next to being done. We got Per Luigi Golini doing the second part of his medical. He's got the here we go from Fabrizio. Um, two year. Well, it's a one-year loan with an option of a second year with an then option of a final fee of something like 15 million euros. Um, guys, do we think he could be a future number one? Is it an exciting signing in any aspect? I'd say um, with Lloris, uh, still, with Lloris declined, I'd say it's definitely one for... Definitely one for the future. Definitely quite forward-thinking and for once being quite proactive in that sense of actually getting a player in fairly early, fairly young for a goalkeeper and someone that can actually, you know, is looking to actually fulfil that role without having to wait at the last minute. So, yeah, it's a positive. It's one of the few positives of late, but it is a positive. That's what I mean. I kind of respect the productivity. I respect... The uh, the business done and the, the kind of, you know, uh, the way the business deal has been done because it's not necessarily costing us that much money for a second choice keeper. It's potentially saved us about 10, 15 million on, uh, on signing a keeper permanently. I don't think he's very good as a keeper, to be honest. Um, I haven't even really given him much of an eye test. But um, mainly from what I've seen of his eye test, he's been doing rap videos. He seems like a very polarizing, unhinged character, just like uh, just like most goalkeepers, to be honest. I think they're all unhinged characters anyway. But he also wears short sleeves in goal, and I never trust a goalkeeper with short sleeves. So for me, it's just one of those. As long as it doesn't cost us much money, it doesn't really bother me, to be honest. It's Why just another body. Yeah, I want to know why you don't I'm going to get over it. Like, I'm worried. <laughs> well, I don't rate him. Man said that he's a off already. <laughs> that's stamping that spirits, man. We're in a happy mood. <laughs> uh, you got to start off with the bad notes because we've got some more positive notes coming on. Um, <laughs> I thought we, it would suit the, the pessimistic characters we have on the pod today. I mean, okay, he's not even first choice at Atalanta, I don't think. So Is I, he I, not? It's just, not I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know about him like that. <laughs> I didn't even bother doing a football manager scout report on him. Research on him. As soon as I saw he wears short sleeves, I was just oh, like, oh, man. conference league goalkeeper. God, it's Come on not... down. That's fine. Uh, we have got a comment for a friend of the pod, Ash. Uh, I can tell you firsthand, Colini is trash. Reason we have loaned him. Club ain't even sure. I mean, I think they, they've got him as an option. Like Paratici, he only really seems to be going through Serie A mostly. And I think that with that option to buy, he's kind of he's he has got almost a pathway to try and make um, a place for himself as our number one. Because if he does good enough over two years, then so we've got a pretty reasonable fee to sign him up for if he is of the quality. 
but that's a big if. Like, I, I well, genuinely don't think he is. Has anyone else seen seen him? I've seen the YouTube clips, and I like. I don't like. Ash has come in and said he's trash, but he's like one nine three. Is he really that bad? We wear short <laughs> sleeves. I don't know what else to say. It's unreasonable logic. It has no rationale. But man. I've seen him a couple of times. Um, I didn't think he was that bad. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, was, I don't watch a lot of um, <clears throat> Italian football, but you know, the, the couple of times I have caught him. I thought it was all right. Um, didn't necessarily pay attention to him as an option. You know, obviously we we've all been talking about Hugo on his way out, declining that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's on loan, and we do have the Conference League to test out all these all these players. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. So um, if he's better than Joe Hart, then it's he will be right, better right. than Joe Hart. I, I I guarantee he'll be better than Joe Hart. Okay. Uh, Joe Hart. Brass is better than Joe Hart. Joe yeah. Hart. You understand an how trash goal, Joe Hart is? An open goal is better than Joe Hart. Okay. Are, are, you, are you hearing this? An open goal and grass are better than Joe Hart. Right. If you hit the ball from 20 yards, <laughs> if you hit the ball outside the box, it's getting in. Right. Who did we play? Was it Marine? Where the guy um, hit it from like 30 odd yards or whatever. And, and Joe, Hart, Joe Hart tried to look as if he was, oh yeah, I knew it was going to just, you know, hit the bar or whatever. Nah, man. Joe Hart needs to go. Well, I, White I like Whiteman. I like Whiteman. Whiteman's all right. Yeah, I was going right. to come to him on in the Colchester game, actually. But we'll get on to it. We'll get on to it. Oh, we've got some more analysis as well with Galini. We've got uh, Malakash. If you're listening um, to the podcast, we've got a friend of the podcast commenting on the stream, just giving us a whole scout report rundown of Galini. Um, if you're still listening or watching, Ash, is he better or worse than Michelle Vaughan? I think if he's an improvement on him and or Joe Hart, then is, I, is I don't hate him, to be honest. Him himself. That guy was useless. We signed him last year as well. He was useless in, in real life. What a useless individual. Just useless. <laughs> what? You, hey, Owen, you've brought me back to being upset. I told you I wasn't going to insult nobody, yeah? How are you bringing up things like this? What's wrong with you? <laughs> At least this way, we we might actually uh, not lose, not draw to Lask anymore. So oh. that's a positive. We might actually oh, scrape a win against Lask three two this time round, <laughs> rather than draw three three. So shocking. Hey, we'll see. Vaughn's still at the club, isn't he? He's a like goalkeeping coach. I thought he was sacked. I, I don't know, but I, I don't know. I can't. I can't take this, you know. Go. We've got Ash saying he, he he thinks on the eye test they're probably on par with each other, Golini and Michel Vaughan. So, yeah. No, it's not one that excites me. It's not one that excites me. Yeah. Uh, but it's just the clever business still, to be honest. Like, money-wise, it saves us about 10, 15 million at least. That's that's my main takeaway from it. We just some money without spending money, and we can free it up for more uh, more priority positions like centre back. But we'll we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Um, another imminent signing, which has been given the here we go, um, which I'm excited about um, for one reason more than the other, is the incoming of Brian Jill. I don't know if I'm going to be saying his name right. So Brian Brian Hill. Okay, I'll get the Spanish. <laughs> Um, 19 years old, I believe. Uh, pretty much plays like a winger, left-footed. Um, 
he mainly plays on the left, or how many has been playing in the left in Spain, but I believe we've probably signed him to play on the right-hand side. He seems comfortable there. Um, Dave, what are your initial thoughts on him coming in? Um, I think it was last week I said, I, I don't know what um, uh, Nuno is going to do in terms of formation. I've been looking forward to seeing what he wants to do. Um, <clears throat> he's setting up with a back four, and if you look at the likes of um, his, his Wolves teams, he had um, he always had a good dribbler. Do I mean whether it be Yota or um, is it Podence uh, last season? And what what he tends to be with 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 like a Nuno team, he wants not just a dribbler for the sake of dribbling, not just endless ball rolls with your left foot. Okay, like Eric Lamy, right? Not just going into um, dark corners of the pitch like Lucas Morapid or whatever, right? It's all about end product and for me yeah from what I've seen of this kid and I, I hadn't seen much um, but it's direct and it's got end product and I think for us it's probably going to be an option off the bench for the first six seven months I think I don't see him starting many games um, especially coming off the back of the Olympics but boy he's going to be exciting for for, for us as fans to watch um, and I think having someone because you know we always talk about it you know 70 minutes trying to make a change, you bring on Lamella, we all know nothing's really going to happen. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I, I think it, it's, it's an exciting signing. Definitely, obviously, still one for the future because he's only 19. Um, and I hope we give him a good run and, and he, he pays off because, yeah, I, I, you know, seeing someone on the left, left foot on the left, just going at people, getting past them and then having something to, to at the end of that, that's something we've lacked for a number of years. A number of years. What are you saying? Spanish Aaron Lennon, maybe? Nah. <laughs> well, like my main takeaway from it is, uh, I mean, the business deal itself. I mean, if he is as good as he's potentially meant to be for the fee that we've paid and for the make-way bit of Deadwood, and I'm a, I'm a poor glass for him, is Eric Lamella <laughs> Cheers to me Has finally left Mumbai oh, I'll drink I mean, to was, that. There, was there any other takeaways From the yeah, Brian Joe We excited about him <laughs> Aqua oh, I mean Yeah what's your uh, thoughts on Lamella going Does he uh, make you want the team to do well Jack Or <laughs> uh, Eric Lamella is one of the people that was making me want Spurs to lose. He was the infinite ball rolls, the constant. Yeah, he'll he'll go in with a tackle, but then he'll pass it to the opposition, and then he'll again take twenty years to release the ball if he does ever receive it, and then the, he'll rubona it because his right foot is just absolutely. The oh my god. Oh, I forgot about yeah. that. <clears throat> yeah. He has no right foot. So, it's mad because, like, weirdly, I'm like a Lamella fan. Like, weirdly. And it, what I mean by that, hey, 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 there's a lot of... Let me land. The plane is way too high right now. Let me, let me call yeah, it you're in. Right, you're high. You're high. But what I mean by weirdly... I mean, like, I like the fact that when he comes on, he's got passion. Yeah, I, I like the passion. But after passion, 
it's horrific. Yeah, all this ball rolls, some of the end product is, and, and the Robona, I mean, yeah, he scored two fabulous Robona goals, yeah. One of them was in a winning effort. The other, we lost to our home rivals. Yeah, I'm, I ain't got time for that kind of nonsense. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see goals of that quality if we're on the losing team. I don't want to see it. So, in terms of Lamella, uh, we've got rid of him um, from Scott Hall of the NSO. You was on the list of the brothers to come on down. You've come on down. Well done. We applaud you because you took that first step. Now get the blood fire out of town. Yeah, we have no more sentimental <laughs> for you whatsoever. And call Brianno Hill to the lane. I mean, uh, there was also some other good news outside of potential incomings. Uh, I mean, I don't know if we'll get to that now, but. Oh, when you, mm -hmm. you 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 uh, make that decision because uh, I'm itching. I'm not gonna lie. Can we yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we I just wanted to add. add. Sorry, sorry. Melo, you got for nine years and average four goals a season. <laughs> what? Can we? Can we? Can we uh, he averaged four goals a season. Like what? Yeah. <clears throat> That's how. If far. we deep it as it stands as well, he's got to move to a better club. Technically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but somehow they're in the Champions League. Yeah, annoying. Fair, fair to him. Fair to him. Fair to him. Fair to him. He's he's one of them players that will get you know he'll get games wherever he goes. But, but yeah, I think he's two three years with us. Um, at best, it was quite obvious early on he was going to struggle with injuries. It's quite obvious early on he didn't have the end product that we thought he'd have from Roma. Um, or wherever we brought him from. And he was like one of our record signings. And remember, he, he came yeah. in with the Bell 7 and he was supposed to be the one replacing Gareth Bell. Yeah. I mm. mean, that might be the biggest drop-off, right? Since, I don't even know, that is a, a drop-off and a half. Out of that Bell 7, he was the one I was most excited month. about. His hip broke after the so. first month. You know what's mad about Lamella? Yeah? He was on transports. Remember back in the day when transports would like look at new up-and-coming kids and you'd be like, that's the kid I want in my club. Lamella was on that. He finally comes and he destroyed the whole show. You can't find transports nowhere. Yeah, the show is <laughs> bankrupt. Yeah, because this they put their, their freaking shares in this kid and he went to put the shares plummeted, dumped, all because this youth decided to break his hip after one month. Non-entity, bro. Well, as I said, Lamella has come on down. I'm very proud of him. Because it takes courage <laughs> to come on down, yeah, and he has done that, and now he can get the hell out of the lane. Brianno, welcome. Do you remember, do you remember his debut where it, in the North London derby? Yeah, where he yeah. came on and just steals fifty ball rolls in like three minutes. I'm not exaggerating. Yeah, so I remember. I was. I remember. I was on the train watching it, right? And everyone was saying, "Oh, like you know, he might get on because he'd been injured, didn't he? he? Came and he got yeah. injured or something." Or he was injured when he arrived. We, you know, we should have we should have seen it from then. We should have read the tea leaves from them. Comes on the North London derby, and and I think in the first minute he did a couple of ball rolls, and a slide tackle, and literally defined his whole Spurs career in one minute. A couple of ball mm. rolls and a bad slide tackle. I'm I'm done. We're good. Yeah, Lamella, thank I'm you Lamella. for the memories. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. It was actually fun watching you at Old Trafford last season, and that that's where you peaked for me. You should have just stayed that team from there, and 
Thank you, Juan. Um, just my final takeaway on that, Brian Gill as well. Like, I, I like his profile. I like the fact he's a direct dribbler. He's going to be effective against low blocks, I think. However, I he, I'm not excited. I'm not that excited about the signing yet either, purely because, and I'm not even judging this trim either. I just think it's going to take him a little bit. I think it's going to take him a fair bit of time to settle, acclimatize, and um, settle in the Premier League, especially <laughs> physically. Um, I, I just get those Aspas vibes off him. It's not even so much the trim. I think there's going to be barbers in London that are going to sort him out. Like they no, sorted out. They, do you remember when they sorted out Diego got, Costa? Got they can't see that. They can't, can't see that. Wait, wait, wait. Trim, that trim, yeah. I said yeah. I wasn't even attacking this trim, but no, no, but so, you highlighted it. So, so we we have to examine the trim. In it. <laughs> We've cost Kunde for like four weeks, yeah, of his <laughs> indecisiveness. But what I will say about Brian's trim, this is going to sound a bit biased, did it? But he has to keep that trim. It's horrible, yeah. But that's his powers. <laughs> like I can, I can see that the trim goes into the brain and tells him to jink left, jink right. <clears throat> yeah, it's different. Kunde's one is leaving his hair. He's, he's coming in like this. Yeah, he needs to come on home because this nonsense, where it's, it's all it's all bold here and he has no clue what's going on. That's nonsense. But with Brianno, yeah. Yeah, with that you yeah, this this that's a that's mega mind. That's mega mind helmet mm. right there. It's helping it with imagine, imagine you know when you go play ball, right? Maybe like five aside or whatever, <clears throat> you see that one kid and you think, nah, you can't do nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. It. you got <laughs> to be honest, yeah. at, at worst I reckon you'll become a bit of a cult figure amongst the fans. Do you know what I mean like <clears throat> yeah, it's, I think keep it um he's the fifth beetle. Um, you know, he's bringing bringing it back. Do you know what I mean? And, and to be honest, the last time we were relevant, the Beatles were in the charts, so <laughs> it might work oh, out for an us. Omen, good omen. <laughs> what an omen, indeed. But yeah, that that's that's my main takeaway, especially like physically. If he's gonna be playing on the right, most of the time he's gonna be dribbling off the right, on, obviously into people's midfields. It's gonna be quite a congested area. I I do remember this as well. I, I this actually crossed my mind. With Messi having the same trim when he broke through, but that, that hat trick versus Barcelona, um, that Messi Real hasn't done it in the Premier League, so you know that hat trick against Real Madrid. He would though. Haircut. Yeah, no, no, no. He <laughs> would though. They, they, they can't be the, you know when people are like he can't dare the Premier League. Bro, he would be up everyone. Yeah, oh, I'm <laughs> taking the piss. He would Messi for sure. Would be, Messi would be up everyone. That guy's strong, boy. But yeah, what's, what's, I mean, the, is there any more transfers? I'm being a bit of a tease here because uh, there's a, obviously some quite big news regarding a centre back, but um, there's oh, a comment a here oh. from Tyler four four two, who's um, said, "I hear Griezmann's been offered to Tottenham." Is this That's real? True. Has anyone else actually no, heard no, this? No, it's actually yeah, it's true. I don't know how true because I have been following the story, so there is a lot of murmurs going out that he has been offered not just to Tottenham but to a number of clubs um to be honest with you i don't think anyone really wants to touch griezmann not because of his wages but because of what he did in china or is it japan i can't remember which country it is but he basically said some uh yeah 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 he done he done some naughty stuff and obviously the the man there are trying to get him off fifa trying to get him off e-football and all them kind of stuff they don't want him on no platforms he might even get deleted off champ 
because mm. it was a bit of a mad video still, I can't lie. So he has been offered out. Obviously, Barcelona are going to come out and deny it and say he's their player and all that kind of jazz. But he has been offered out to clubs. Um, would I take him at Spurs? I would, you know, because I don't want Ali. So, 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 like, uh, regardless of what you said in China or Japan, yeah, I would actually take him because Ali, Ali can bounce, yeah. I love how that came Ali, to Ali, you Ali, as you said it. Like. Ali, Ali did the same thing, didn't he? What? Ali, did he? Ali, yeah, he did something quite similar um, towards um, towards Asian people, uh, from what I remember. He was in the hotel room when Usman Dembele was saying his thing, and he was like giggling along, laughing, enabling it. You could say so. <laughs> It's a dodgy one still. Young. Young. Scary, dicey. Um, thank you, Romario Poise, for the uh the kind dollars. Iniesta never had a hairline, but he was always a baller. He gives us nah, a that's harsh because Iniesta would have <laughs> he did he did have the trim, but obviously due to the stress of being such an incredible baller, man lost his hair. That's fine. Zidane we've had players like that, Cannavaro, all come through with the long hair. Due to the stress of being a baller, they've lost their hair and they've known when to kind of like trim it down. But Kunde has no clue what's going on with his hair. <laughs> and we can't have my man at our club doing that. That's it's ridiculous. It's mad. And yeah, uh Tyler442 making yeah. the point that um Deli right. Ali did his thing on his Snapchat, which was very recent as well. Taking uh observation people, it's not great, it's not good. Um Shout out to Sabalos as well. Like she's been absolutely representing uh, East Asians to fall on the on the timeline, and, and she's been not getting nothing but pretty much abused for it quite a lot, to be honest. And for her to keep on sticking her neck out like she does despite the threats, it's um yeah, it's really admirable. So shout out to Mel. And um, I guess we'll have to try and get all these Asian abusers out of her club, to be honest. Yeah. It seems like um we have more than uh I remember. But um man, we're gonna have to get onto the big news now, which has been slowly developing over the past few days. It's accelerated today. Christian Romero. Um there was a there was a journalist which um tweeted that okay, personal terms have been agreed. Fabrizio also said that, even though there was some tier three source which got put in um our chat by the weasel over at Touchy Gooners saying that he rejected personal terms. He has, in fact, according to tier one sources, agreed personal terms, but we're just agreeing the fee. And it seems like without jinxing it, like we have a tendency to do on this pod, me, it's probably just me that jinxes it, to be honest, um, agreed a fee in something like the region of £40 million with 10 in add-ons. Like a little uh, cheeky football manager purchase when you just add on the monthly instalments and the bonuses just to make up for the money. Uh, boys, who wants to take it away? Because he's um, is he the profile of defender we need and the quality of defender we need? He's a defender that loves to defend. And I think that is something we've been dying out for. I think... You can argue Vertonghen was that the last one um, to actually enjoy the art of defending um, at our club. And we need someone like that because Sanchez clearly doesn't enjoy defending. Dyer Dyer just doesn't enjoy football because he's Don't mention his name. Everything. Don't mention that fool's name. Diabolical. Don't mention his name. 
Polygon. He doesn't head. play for our club. That's an agent. Hexagon yeah. head. Hexagon head. Yeah. Um, Better. He he doesn't enjoy football clearly because he's just not good at anything he does when he is on that pitch. Can't um, even fight people in the stadium. Can't even Useless. fight people in the stadium. He can't even climb properly. He can't. Whatever he does right, I want to know because it's a it's a mystery to me. But yeah, um, Romero, young, twenty three, loves to defend. Um, was twenty three. Yeah, was pretty impressive in the Copa America. Um, and yeah, I think I, I'm not even gonna. I'm more excited the outgoings than the incomings. To be honest, I'm I'm just gassed that potentially Sanchez could be gone. So, and is, we're is, replacing him with someone infinitely better. I haven't seen much of Romero because um, I really kind of like dropped my quota on attack, like Serie A games. I tend to watch Inter Milan because they're like my Serie A team. They're my Italian team. But I haven't really watched much over the last season and a half. And any of Atalanta's games I've watched were in the Champions League. Now, looking at Romero, I'm like, yeah, he looks like he's tough to get past. But is he a rash defender? Because it seems like a better version of Davidson Sanchez, similar profile. I feel like Davidson Sanchez is the type that likes to try and step out of the defensive line, tries to win the ball quickly um, ahead of the attacker. But, I mean, Romero's... I mean, he speaks for himself. And even though I don't feel like Serie A defenders tend to do that, like whenever I watch Serie A, it's almost standoff make him work a long shot and just try and cut off the passing lanes type defending. Whereas Romero just goes against all of that and ends up being very aggressive and ended up going forward to win the MVP Serie A defender of, of the year. I'd just say MVP defender of Serie A. Um, so I'm put his um, just a bit of stat analysis in there and it kind of scores it out of 99 on fbref.com I think it was Tobes uh, shout out to Happen Tobes who uh, put it in the chat no doubt um, topless Tobes right now in this weather happy birthday for yesterday again um, for pressures he scores 99 out of 99 for tackles he scores 98 out of 99 uh, interceptions 99 out of 99 blocks 83 out of 99 and per game it's 16 pressures per game 2.85 tackles per game, 2.73 interceptions. So he's actually very good aerially as well. I don't think he's the tallest Donny. However, he's got a bit of a leap on him and scores 3.8 um, aerial duels one per game with a score of 91 out of 99. So what does a, def- a signing of this calibre of defender mean for us and where can it take us coming the uh, the end of the season if we do see it out touch wood means nothing if we don't get another defender of that quality yeah <clears throat> that's very very fair uh got a question in from uh tyler442 again who would you partner him because i mean this could even just depend on formation um for me if it's a back three i would partner him with Tommy Yasu and Joe Rodon as it stands but that's based on I don't know who else we're maybe potentially signing or who's going to be leaving oh okay you 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 chose that off the basis of what we were currently linked to or what we currently have 
Yeah, currently. I mean, somebody else hasn't even been officially announced yet either. So I'll, I'll, I'll just take the the kind of tier one sources that the deal's pretty much almost done as so, it is because it sounds more promising than what we've got yeah. currently. So I'm definitely... No, I want Skriniar. So, yeah, I was going to be diplomatic about it. I was going to be nice, but it's not going to happen. So <laughs> I want to see Skriniar, Romero, and I'll even allow Tomiyasu even though I don't know much about him, but I'll even allow. Basically, what I'm trying to say is I don't want to see Toby. I don't. I do not want to see Toby. If I see Dyer line up, or even be on the bench for any of these games, I'm not watching it. I'm not watching it. I don't care. I'm not watching it on much of the day. I'm not watching the highlights. I don't care if we win. I'm not. So long as this guy remains at this club and makes his name onto the team sheet. I'm not watching a minute of Tottenham Hotspurs. Yeah. What if? What if? What if he scatters his? What if he scatters his ashes? What then? <laughs> Across where? <laughs> Over the stadium. Hey, listen. Yeah, I've been watching that. Stop this. Stop this. Listen. I can't believe you said that. I've watched. I've watched Endgame, and I've I've just finished watching Loki. I will re re obliterate the timeline to bring this guy back into a human form, to batter him and spread those ashes all over the, them ass aliens, <laughs> them United, them Chelsea. For, I will spread it all over there. That, that's the clubs that deserve such bad omens, yeah? Not not our, our club. Why should why should we have his un, unrelatable, can't climb up the stadium to go defend your brother, ashes across our... You haven't done nothing to deserve our, our honour. What kind of nonsense oh, is this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you just announced a pre-contract agreement to join the TVA to eliminate all variants of Eric Dier, uh, can you confirm my, or deny? My, my lawyers have permitted me to not answer such questions uh, <laughs> until requested at such later dates, unfortunately. So I believe if... <laughs> oh, I love absolutely that. fair. <laughs> Dave, what were your uh, takeaways on signing Christian Romero? Yeah, Romero, I'm, yeah, Romero I'm, I'm a fan of his... Um, I watched a bit of the Copa America um, and he, he played very well and he was a standout defender. Um, <clears throat> again, I think I said this, uh, I might have said it online actually, you need to partner him with the right player. You need to put him next to the right player. Um, and it'd be interesting to see, and I think obviously we'll touch on this when we talk about maybe some of the pre-season stuff, um, some of the fixtures. If we play higher up the pitch, how that, that affects him. Because even Sanchez is, is a poor you know, imitation of a defender at the moment. But when he first came in and we were playing higher up the pitch, he looked right. He's got the pace to recover. He wasn't so fond of the shoulder barge um, every five minutes or whatever. But as we've gone deeper and deeper and more defensive, that's when you start to find out because under pressure, Sanchez just crumbles or he starts spinning on the floor like he did against Man City. Um, so I think it's, it'll be important for us to, to play a bit higher up the pitch um, and have Romero... You know, as much as he loves to defend, um, not necessarily want a team that's under pressure all the time. And it looks like, from what Nuno's doing, that he's going to want us to <clears throat> be a little bit more progressive than we've seen in the past 18 months under uh, Mourinho. So, yeah, I think it's, it's a positive. Um, but, yeah, get a, get another guy in, partner with him. Um, otherwise, we'll just be stuck with a guy who wins headers, but then Dyer tries to clear the ball and 
ends up in the back of the net or Sanchez is giving away penalties or Toby ain't got the legs anymore. Um, Rodon and Tanganga, they're, they're young. I think they've still got another season of development before we even look at them as anywhere near starters. Um, so, yeah, get another one in with him and we should be good. Have you guys noticed that um, both of both Dick and Dom, Dyer and Sanchez, um, they both they both performed better on the dance floor than they did on the pitch? Because Dyer was break dancing to concede the penalty against Werner, and then you have Davinson Sanchez doing a head spin. So honestly, like <laughs> they're better. They should they should retire now and just you know make their way to dynamic the duo on the dance floor. Exactly. I think that'll work. <clears throat> I think those are good careers for them. That yeah, is everyone, one thing everyone needs a dance partner. Yeah, that is the one thing Dyer is good at. I found it. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's... Um, yeah, I, I can't disagree with that statement at all. Uh, based off last season, especially. Man, uh, there's other transfer news uh, going across. Uh, I'll get to just like my main takeaway. Like that Christian Romero, like we all said, like he, he on pro, on paper he sounds like a very very good defender. You don't really win MVP in your league if you're bad. You don't win Copa America if you're bad. And I like the intent as well because it sounds like we're spending pretty big money on him. If the fee reported is true, then he becomes more expensive than what we paid for Sanchez. Um, and yeah, it, it's the intent as well as the quality of player we're signing, which excites me. And again, like if we are going to be looking at that caliber of player, why not sign another one in that position? Why not sign Emiliano Scrinia? Because I, I think we could even get Scrinia cheaper than what we're getting Romero for, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, yeah we'll wait and see. I think like <clears throat> caliber signings like this are something that can propel us to to get top four, but obviously we need to concentrate on the outgoings as well. Paratici being proactive with that as you can be. I think you can only be, you can only do so much if you're Paratici, like you can tell players and their agents to, okay, find the new club. And then it's the agents that really have to do the work. But then Paratici seems to turn around and just be like, well, if you can't find a new club, I'll just offer you as a make way in a deal. Um, so yeah, more credit to him. Smart guy. <clears throat> Smart guy. More credit to him. And um, there's been a rumoured list of players which are on the, this hit list. Certain players have avoided it, um, which is surprising. It'll be surprising if it is true. But um, to name them, it was uh, Eric Dier, Davinson Sanchez, Harry Winks. Um, oh, yeah! Sorry. Say that that louder. Yeah. Say that louder. Say that one again. I think that's You made me forget the other names now. Uh, Lamella was, uh, I think, the other one. And maybe no, even this is more. You missed one. No, I yeah, said you it. You heard me. You just oh. wanted me to say it again. Oh, you heard I me loud and clear. Um, but I repeat name... for you, Harry Ostinko. Yeah, that guy better <laughs> sign that contract and go all the way to Merseyside to fill in the boots. You know what? Yeah, it's <laughs> probably nah, nah. best that you cut this off right now. I'm sorry, yo, I, I, I don't understand. Know. I don't understand parcel tongue, so I don't know. I am, what I'm, saying. <laughs> no. I'm innocent. Innocent of what? Uh, spitting on Harry Winks? Or? I, I didn't. I, look, <laughs> I wasn't there. Yeah, you can't prove I was there. 
To be fair as well, Harry Winks has been one of the ones which has been rumoured to leave to Everton. Um, just a little something like Sissoko and Ben Davis were the ones that weren't on the list, surprisingly. Yeah, they're getting deleted. We, we can't find with them, so you just got to delete them off the database. <laughs> just, just accept that they're not there. Yeah, it's like it's like a Phil, like a Phil Jones at Man United. You just, you know what? They're around. <laughs> they're in the building. Just shrug your shoulders when you see them. You're like, oh, Wagwa fam. <laughs> I didn't even know you were here. I, you I swear, like Sissoko's best use is literally. As a little like link, link guy between anyone that comes in from France or anyone that speaks French, um, that comes into our club, he's the guy. He hooks them up with some 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 gums. He hits them up with some, yeah, yeah, some yeah. a car. No you know, he's, he's that guy. Finish, bro. It's the so-called yeah, like, really dry, bro. Like seriously, how much like, are we taking for Wings? Sell him on champ. How much we take on Harry's? Because I've got to be honest, though. I've been playing a famous uh, Spurs during the Euros and. I did sell him. I got about who, 20 million to sell him to Ajax. Sell him to? <laughs> uh, as in who or who did I sell him to? Yeah, who did you sell him to? Ajax. Impossible! Wow. What? You rigged the game. You rigged the game. That was Ajax. You rigged the game. That was Ajax. That was Ajax, man. Yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. You rigged the game. He went to Benevento two years later for 2 million. You see, that's not right? That's on the game. That's on the game. Okay, how much are we taking him in? Uh, taking from him in real life, 20, 25 mil. I'm uh, taking out. zero. Delete him. Yeah, just get, just sack him. I don't care. Just let him te- look. Give him, give him the new away kit. Yeah, because I think it looks pretty decent. To be fair, so give him the new away kit in a little, you know, the the little membership pack. Yeah, hand that to him. Hand him a little watch because he's you know giving us a tenure and say. Walk out that, that door right there, turn right, get under 279, and wherever that bus stops, find a club around that region, innit? That's your that's your place. I love we how you're going to be in Liverpool on the weekend as well. I don't know if you're planning to to spit on him again. Listen, listen, just there for a proper weekend. I'm talking to a few clubs here. Uh, let me let me not <laughs> you up. So my, my journeys are not just for partying, but there is going to be a... Um, <laughs> There is going to be some transfer talks because I want some brothers gone soon. I'm looking to really like help Everton decline. I think that's the best way of putting it. If we can get like three, four players to, to Everton, they're going to go down the pan. Can you imagine a, a midfield of Tom Davies and Harry Winks? Ooh, oh, it stinks. Like bland as ever, my friend. There was a few people in our group chat who this time last year swore blind. Swore blind. I think it may have only been one member of the group chat that swore blind that Everton had a better midfield than us after they signed the Corey and uh, who else did they sign? It was two, Alan. 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 So, yeah. I mean... At the time. Nah, Hammers Rodriguez is... He's, he's, a, he's just flamboyant, bro. There's nothing... I've, I've never rated Hammers Rodriguez, so... I wasn't. I, I wasn't somebody who thought Everton had a better midfield, but I did. I did. I was interested in Decore. To be fair, I, I was thinking. You no, know I was just. I was just thinking that if we swapped Winks with Decore, that actually help us out. We don't need Winks anymore. Do you know what I mean like? <clears throat> I feel like the midfield can can get can get by without Harry Winks, but we do need cover defensively. You know, um, and obviously Skip's going to play a big role next season. Hoiberg, um, but it was clear, like we always said, you know. 
Hoiberg was, was playing way too many minutes. So if we can if we can get a Decore in as well, that will help cover that and, and maybe we can build a midfield three, just a few more options. It looks like tactically that's what he wants to do. Um also what Nuno wants to do. So I think that could be um yeah, that could be an option. But yeah, shout out to Oliver Skip though, holding it down. Preseason magic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's something that Winks has never done, even in his dreams. That guy's trash. Get that kid out, bro. Boy, we'll get into that. We'll get into it. Um, that's pretty much all uh, the uh, the transfer goings on. Hopefully, we do see more outgoings because generally, I I still think it's probably more important than the uh, than the incomings as it stands. And Definitely. With that and um, some of these caliber incomings that we are looking to bring in, I, I think we should really be looking to uh, to get in top four. I think that's what it can mean for us. I don't think it's going to take many signings. Um, that might even sound optimistic to some, but I mean, there's others that. Uh, I mean, I, I just want my club to do well. That's me personally. I want silverware. That's just me personally, but yeah, I want silverware, man. Uh, I'm not sure if um, everyone in the stream would have seen this, but um, there was a certain tweet which went pretty much Spurs Twitter viral. Um, Did numbers, got addressed by Alistair Gold as well, um, who eloquently addressed it, shall we say, more eloquently than uh, others who quote tweeted it. Jack, uh, take it away. What what was going on in your... uh, in your Twitter sphere? It's quite simple, really. The group of players we currently have, the ones that aren't good enough, the ones that continue to fail us and continue to, you know, somehow warrant, you know, remontada status. <clears throat> Ali, Winks, Dyer, all of them lot. Okay. They are the ones that I want to fail so badly that they go straight away that was the point of my tweet that was the in i don't want the club to fail i just want these poor poor terrible footballers to fail so that we can succeed as a club in the long term but obviously spurs fans these brexit dons out here they're (laughs) clearly they're clearly very myopic they're not very forward thinking they're not very intelligent they just see words of a tweet without actually thinking about the overarching point. I don't want Tottenham Hotspur Football Club to fail. I want these group of players to either go and if they stay, they need to fail so that we can get them out, ship them off to another part of Europe where they can play their football and we can bring in actual quality. And if the Paratici is doing what he's doing, and he continues to do what he's doing, then that may happen sooner rather than later. And we may not have to fail at all. But if we are to persist with some of these useless beings at the football club, then they have to fail for people to realise that this club <clears throat> needs an absolute rock to actually change, to actually go be on the up again, to succeed. That was my initial point. That was my overarching point. But obviously, Tottenham fans and football fans in general aren't very smart, aren't very, aren't of a very high IQ. They won't get it. But 
Hey, at least uh, at Touchline Hotspur, we have, we have you know brain cells here. You know we can debate it, <laughs> but we can actually acknowledge there are good points being made, and not listen, like, listen, not everything that Jack gave right there. Yeah, hey, I'm applauding it. Let, let, let me give this to the people out here. Let me let me come close to the camera so you guys can see the the twin. Yeah, listen, everything Jack just said, that's New Spurs order. Yeah, none of this nonsense legacy fans that you guys have been pouring on your Twitter handles. Yeah, I'm talking about you, Susan, and you, Peter. Get that crap off, yeah? We're the new team in town. Yeah, it's the real stuff out here. We get stuff done, yeah? When the new Spurs all the talk, it happens. Yeah, when we knock, it's a different kind of knock, yeah? We talked about Lamella getting out. We got him out, yeah? Not Paratici. Don't worry about that. Yeah, don't worry. There's other man we're coming for too. <clears throat> Dyer, you're coming on down. I know you're trying to hold on to the rafters, but we're pulling you. Yeah, you're coming down. Ali, we're coming for you. Yeah, piece by piece, them dreads are coming off. We're coming for you. Yeah, you're not going to survive. Jax just gave you guys the warning. We're not one of these fans. Oh, he plays for the club. He loves us. We're going to support. We're not one of these fans no more. Yeah, Owen, X Puck. Jack out here. I think we gave that book a D, but you know, we're, we're working around that still. You got Dave out here with the giant. You got me, none other than Scott Hall. I told you the new Spurs order is not a joke no more. Stop this nonsense. We're here for profits, silvers, armpit lifting. <laughs> anyone won the conference league or nah? Give me that league, man. We've not been in it and not taking it. I want trophies. But with the, when Alistair Gold uh, did actually address Jack's tweet, he was saying, you know, it's like he he did get it as well. I'd say he he's an intelligent Spurs fan. Fair play to him. And uh, he initially he his takeaway was um, that Spurs had learned their lesson and looking to rectify it. Like, do we agree with that? Do you think Spurs have learned their lesson yet? Or the jury's out. The jury, the jury is hundred no. percent. The season hasn't started yet, so. Yeah, 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 can't actually say that they've learned their lesson yet. It's way too early. We need to give it two seasons. We need to see silverware. We need to see us climbing up the table for there to be any kind of assumption or judgment to say we've progressed and we've we've changed. Simple as that. Man, I'm saying they've che- they've learned their lessons. How did you learn your lessons from dropping from first to seventh? You bums, sweat out, bro. That's not a le- <laughs> that's a slapping. Yeah, sweat out, taking the piss. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Do you know what? With Paratici as well, recently, like it is positive for me that Levy has hired him, has given him the reins. But where he's been doing some good work at the moment, I've almost there's like kind of gif slash video of that guy who like goes to celebrate and he runs back to the bench. And he's just like, <laughs> and that's <laughs> oh, been me every time we've almost like announced something. Like we've we've still got to stay on Levy and Paratici's neck, but it's looking good so far. I, Okay, I, just... I, I do need to see some more people leave. Maybe not the same people Jack wants to see leave or others want to see leave, <laughs> but players still need to leave. Sorry, Dave. No, no, I've just seen a tweet which, um, about Paratici, right? How he secured this. Obviously, we're hoping, obviously, Romero comes in, yeah? Saying he secured Romero whilst watching Spurs versus Colchester, whereas Hitchin went to Milan to get Scrinia and came back with a bag of um, duty free hot chocolate. <laughs> but. Spurs Twitter is loving Don Paratici at the moment. I think no. I think for me it's it's 
it's the fact that he looks like obviously like you know everyone talks about how he works non-stop I saw um, Fabrizio was tweeting at like 2, 3 in the morning a development on on the um, Lamella swap you know so obviously he's getting things done um, or at least putting us better place in the shop window because we've always been in shop windows looking for players like Leandro Damayo or whatever his name was um, for 10 years right and he's a cartel always... now he's done out here <laughs> yeah but um, yeah, no, it's, it's good to have a little bit more momentum um, and let's see what happens. Hey, by you know, the way, you know those... what's weird about Paratici for me? Like, I was thinking, Rod, did he have a great tenure at Juve? Because I, I can't remember what his tenure was. And I know Juve could buy whoever they really wanted at that time. But if his tenure was, say, the last six years, then this is a good sign for us. Because, like, obviously, I've... You know, we heard from Ali Gold. We heard from from Fabrizio saying that he doesn't really sleep. You know, he works 24-7 and all that kind of stuff. But you kind of take all of that stuff with a pinch of salt. But it's kind of coming to fruition because, like, this week is hectic. And, like, Romero... Like, we're getting players in before we've sold... Well, I don't even think we've sold two players yet. That is not the Spurs way. You know why? Because the new Spurs order have been knocking. Yeah. Do you hear that? That's us at your front door. We don't even need to be letting. We'll come round the back, bruv. I mean. Entrance music pending, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah with Paratici, like his last few years, like I, I would make a caveat for him while he was at Juventus in the sense that he obviously had obviously that pulling power, the resources obviously are better than uh, we have at Spurs. And yeah, fair play, he's proactive signing players like he he got in a bit of trouble for obviously not selling which is our first priority so it's a little bit dicey um his proactivity when it comes to signing players also got in a little bit of trouble here and there even though he signed some gems he also signed Marata twice so i mean as i say it's a wait and see <laughs> thing um with him yeah, but he wanted Gattuso as well as manager. So yeah, it's it, scary. It, so far, it's very can't forget that. It, there, there's some good things and there's some absolutely dreadful things he's done. So the jury's out again. We'll, we need to see. I'm liking the proactivity. I'm liking the fact that he's working his ass off rather than you know getting those duty free chocolates from Milan, which. By the way, you know, the tax is very high. So, to be fair, you know, it is, it, it's got Levy written all over it. But... Yeah, so Steve Hitchin was there for two weeks, bruv. He was there for two weeks. Come back with hot chocolate or whatever. Nah, bruv. Man came back with, <laughs> with trainers, bruv. That's what he came back with. Bare Nikes and... I know, I know he went Zara as well. I know that for sure. <laughs> One million percent he went Zara. Oh, Milan Fashion Week that week as well. Yeah, know. it was. It was. I'm you telling you, there was some gems. Well, he was, he was on holiday, man. He, he wasn't doing no business out there. Look, snitching, Hancock, they all and and Cummins, they're all the same, bro. Them man are, are <laughs> they, they, they didn't get the job done, so they're just letting information go out to the press. Yeah, Snitch is the one that stopped us from getting a manager for 72 days. Cummins has released Hancock sex tape. It's a mess in this nation right now, yeah? I'm just glad that we got snitching to the side and we got Paratici trying to move little stuff. But Jax is right. That move for Gattuso was dirty, yeah? Mm. Was 
since Paratici officially started his job, he's been much better. Yeah, yeah, he's been on job. He's so been on all job. that stuff oh. was that was in that pre man was still uh, on the engagement thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's true, it's true. So you, had to, you had to learn, you had to learn the, the, the power yeah, of Spurs yeah. Twitter because yeah. <laughs> there was no way that 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 guy was coming to our club. Now they, they're telling the truth because you know, obviously before before he started, he thought, oh yeah, I'm coming to Spurs. Mine can still beat a few things in Milan. You get me? You know, doing kind of like I won't say his names, but doing them kind of vibes, you know them, brother O, for other people, you get me? But, yeah, but what Paratici has done has realised when you come over and you officially assign, you got to be married to the club. And he's been married to the club, bruv. He's doing little things here and there. Before that, he was doing, he was doing, you know, watch the throne kind of vibes. Man was touring, you know, he's doing Otis and all that kind of madness. No more Otis. He's out here. He's doing Rockefeller. I'm, I'm happy. Let's let's keep it up, hear me? Because um, he don't he don't really know what we're about. He he. I don't think he realised. We're talking a minute. We'll write our own bloody area, bro. So so good luck to you if you mess up. <laughs> burn that whole stadium down tomorrow, bro. Don't mess with us. Nah, nah. We'll we'll have we'll have uh, guitars and concerts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but that's that's for the man that spent sixty pound, not me, bro. If I turn up. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> now I've got to throw a slight spanner in the words because I mean, as we record on this very sticky, dicey Thursday evening, there's just been news from several sources coming through that yeah, uh, yeah. Spurs have been letting and Levy has been giving Harry Kane the permission to join City. Something in bad terms, and we're probably going to accept a bid in the region of something like 125 to 150 million. It seems to have gathered some pace uh there was obviously rumors um earlier on in the week that he made like this is from uh, a journalist at the independent as well i believe that he may not even turn up to training to force a move like almost dimitar berbatov style um does anyone have any quick thoughts on that because i i mean i've said before <laughs> like i would lean on letting him leave and try and use the money as best we can to reinvest in the team because Essentially, I, I don't think uh, Harry Kane's really connected to the team, to be honest. Um, but yeah, what would your guys' thoughts be? Yeah, I, I saw this as it was coming through. Like, um, I, I saw 160 um, from from Man City. Uh, there, there's, there's two reports of this. Like, there's 160 mil <clears throat> from Man City. Um, Harry Kane's been told last week that he can leave 400 grand a week salary up there in in Adelaide had um all the other report I'm seeing is that there's about four players in some sort of mad exchange um but it is also coming out of the sun mm. in the story and to be honest until I see someone a little bit more credible it might just be clutching at a future it could be that Kane and and, and the board had a meeting last week and he said he walked out and went, oh, it sounded positive. And that's what they're going from. Do you know what I mean? You know, um, it was interesting though. He um he was at his brother's wedding last week. His brother got married last week. And I actually thought to myself, I wonder if Kane was there. Obviously he would be there, but I wonder if, you know, and he talks because as we know, um Charlie Kane is Harry's agent. So obviously everything's kind of centering around things happening at the weekend. Um he's at the um 
he's at the wedding, apparently he's made a speech, he's told people that he's going. It all sounds a bit it, a bit stretched. But 160, we need to invest that so, so well if we're going to do it. We need to get a top-class um, striker in to replace that, um, to replace him. And then it also frees our funds. If we haven't been selling, if we haven't been purchasing players already on the cane money, you know, them ones where, you, you know, you know you're going to get 160 in, so you start spending it on different players already before people know about it. Um, we'll see. I, I don't think he would leave this summer. I thought maybe next summer just because of COVID, but we'll see how it develops. It is the sun, though. Listen, I don't even care at this point. Yeah? I don't I, I don't care. I've been here with Dimitar. I've been here before with Bell. I don't care. Yeah? If he bounce, he bounce. Yeah? I want the 160 M's, whatever's been quoted. I want that in full, full payment. Not installments. 100% quota. Yeah? I want that immediately. So if, if Harry K is going, he's going. I don't really care because he doesn't really turn up in finals anyway. Yeah, I said it. I said it with chess. But what I'm going to say is that 160 mil, I've said it before on the podcast. I'm going to say it again. And I don't care who agrees or disagrees. I want real intent. If you get 160 mil for Harry Kane, Call Dortmund tomorrow and tell them, look, we've got 110 mil for my man. Yeah. <laughs> Take this now. Call my man's dad and say, look, listen, we're in the conference league. We're not trying to stay there. Yeah. We've got 20 mil for your son yearly. Have some of that five mil and chicken on the side because you know you're going to want some chicken after you've had that. And go for it big. Because my thing is this this is the problem with Spurs. And a lot of fans will be like, ah, oh, nah, it's not going to work. We will get 160 mil for Kane, or say 150 mil. And we will go and spend 25 mil on Danny Ings. Danny Ings, yeah. And, and then he'll get, he'll, he'll get injured. He'll get injured in, in the second month. And we're, we're hoping Son steps up to the plate. We're hoping Son decides it's going to be his purple patch and he's going to step up to the plate. I'm not here for that no more. I told you. The NSO do not play about. We're big time suitors out here. Yeah. You get you leave Kane, go for a top level striker. We're not here going for no uh prospect Fabio from Wolves. Go buy him for 60 million and 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 have him sit on. No, we're not, we don't need that. I just saw somebody in the comments said, um, I, is Isk? How do you pronounce Isaac. it? Isaac. Isaac. I think he's just signed a death row contract, actually. Man, don't care about the death row contract. Whatever the release clause is, yeah, get that you yeah, leaving. Yeah, get that. Listen, this is what is that kind of that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. If you're going to sell Kane, yeah, go get somebody that you can be like that really mm. makes the league say, you know what, Spurs sold Kane, but they're still a threat because whoever they just got is a real problem. That's what you want the league to think because what you are about to do. You're about to give City probably what the league's best striker, arguably, in oh, terms of no, like goals. Definitely. Not arguably. Definitely. It's not arguably no more. Well, well, yeah, because Aguero's left in it. Yeah. No, but, it like, yeah. Like, he, was, so, so he just won the golden ball and he got the most assists. Exactly. Right? He's so the best goal in the league. You're, you're gonna you're gonna give them the, the best striker in the league, yeah. And everyone everyone in their head is thinking, all right, cool. He goes up there, he's gonna be bagging for fun. Well, 
wait and see in it. Don't don't just hype because you think this is how it works. It's not FIFA. It's not Pez in it. Let's see with the real eye test how he copes with them man up there because it's fitting in with your teammates. But in theory, he goes up there and he just wins trophies for fun because yeah. he doesn't really have to do much of the work. City are good enough to kind of like get the job done on their own. And if oh, yeah. he just sticks in, he's laughing. Go on, Chad. But yeah, like, yeah, I know you said it's not football manager and FIFA, whatever. I agree. I mean, not Pez or FIFA, and I agree. But it's also not football manager. Haaland is going to look at Spurs, going to, you know, he's going to chuckle for a few seconds. <laughs> Money talks, B. Money does talk. But at the same time, listen, we're not going to spend that. And number two, this should have, if this happened, this if this happened that in 2017, you may have a point. Where conference league fodder. <laughs> listen, I fully agree with you in terms of like where we are right now, it doesn't look good. Yeah. And I do understand that, yeah, man will be like, yo, Spurs are in for you. Ha ha ha. He he he. All of that stuff. I hear that. But the reason I'm saying money talks is because when City came back up, the only reason big time ballers were going to them is because. They knew, right, these men have got a project. They want to get back to the top. They want to be challenging, blah, blah, blah. And they're spending peas. Like, let's be... City came up from the uh, the freaking championship and bought Robinho. Like, let's 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 not... Let's not, let's not, like, act like that was some... Small, they bought Robinho from, from freaking Real Madrid. So it wasn't no small kind of thing. I know Spurs are in the dumps right now in terms of, like, how we've gone about the last year or so or the last two years but there's we haven't come up from the championship so that's what i'm saying to my the only way you can end nonsense talks with how we're perceived by fans and others is by actually spending the money like actually going out and being like bold with it chelsea have been doing that for the last decade most of their fans were only born in 2010 it's nonsense bro like it's time that we see spurs really come out here and be like like have the cojones that's all I'm asking for. You're forgetting who our owners are. You're forgetting who our owners and chairman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and don't worry, Levy's still on the list to come on down. He ain't off the list, yeah? He's still on that bloody list. There's a thing with replacing Kane doesn't necessarily have to be a number nine because I'm thinking that this is going to be ambitious as well. Obviously, I agree with Yao in the sense that we need to show that intent. Why not try and tempt Jack Grealish as well as uh, Danny Ings to the club? And then we have Son who can play up top of him. Who knows? Um, who knows? Seriously, I, like I, last season was my Son is season for Son. sick up top. And I'd love Isaac as well. I just don't think he wants to leave Real Sociedad for whatever reason. But yeah, man, like nah, Isaac, crazy feet. Six for four. Season. All of that purple patch stuff, I'm not Unreal. interested I'm not interested. I hate purple. I hate purple patch forwards. I absolutely detest. They said it. that they thought Kane was was going to be that guy when he first burst. Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, but he proved himself wrong, didn't it? Like, yeah, but Son, Son Kane every season has done the purple patch thing. Son every season has done it. Yeah, so, I mean, Kane, Kane worked hard. We we have to allow Kane in the sense of he legitimately actually worked hard. You got to applaud him because. Even footballers like Van der Vaart was like nobody rated him like that. He worked hard. He still works hard, and he it, like he tries. Son started off all right. Had his autumn purple patch, blew the rafters. Got to December, his freaking documentary came out and lost all of him. 
man went missing for the rest of the year. That that's unacceptable. Yeah, that's a, that's that's the kind of behavior that puts you on the list. Yeah, that's why there's certain man on the freaking list. And you've already seen Lamella come on down, so you know there's a couple man still yet to come. Just saying. If we want to be harsh with our criteria for strikers, we just find strikers who have scored in finals. That's <laughs> you, no, you said that you didn't, you didn't need to go there. Sorry, Jack. Yeah, you, you, you didn't need to go there. That, that was, yeah, I feel like no, I did. Yeah, that was the words out of Jack's mouth. And, uh, like, yeah, hey, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a gunsman, but there was no you, you came in with an AK. What out here? I'm not brave enough to tweet it, like some you, you blew up the whole place. Hey, don't be that because that's that's ridiculous. Like, how are we supposed to come into a house that's been blown up by Owen already? That's so, Jack, Jack, what was you gonna say, brother? No, just what you said about strikers and finals. We'll end up signing a dare for someone. <laughs> you know, just, uh, that's what you want, yeah. Time. That's what you want. Ooh. I mean, he did score. He scored to in be the fair. final. To winning goal, fair. too. Yeah, so, he did score, to be fair. He's a better striker Hugo. than Kane. Exactly. Nah, Hugo, Hugo was drunk that day. Yeah, I could tell. You can't be beat from that far. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah the, he sipped a Disarano pre match. Yeah, and definitely. Then, yeah. He looked wavy anyway. But uh, we've got two star boys waiting, uh, waiting to come up as well. So who knows? Maybe they can come up and uh, show some serious intent. I just want to gloss over this quickly because we've already been recording for an hour. Um, Spurs have been busy also just in their kind of a quite like um, recruitment side. We've just hired a new head of emerging talent by the name of Chris Perkins. Um, Dave, just quickly, did you um, know much about him and what he can bring to Spurs? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I knew more about the um, their academy, actually. So uh, I, I used to teach a player who ended up going off, off to Derby. Um, and yeah, they they have a ver- they had a very 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 good system for um, a number of years, and and he was he was influential in doing that and putting that together. Um, I think his role with Spurs is not necessarily coaching or or like overseeing anything. It's more about scouting, <clears throat> looking around, finding players from you know the local area or even the London Southeast area, which we all know is a hotbed of talent. Um, you'll be looking at them guys like an Eze. You know, can we get an Eze in quite early? Can we get a Bellingham in early um, into the club just to improve? Looking at pre-season, there are a lot of talent in our academy, but not necessarily first-team ready talent. And I think that will be where he comes into his own in terms of looking for players who not only can come into the academy, but you're looking within one or two years, can be up there with the likes of Tanganga, Skip, and hopefully Scarlett next year. Um in terms of getting regular minutes in the first team, so it's it's exciting, it's nice, um, and we'll see we'll see what happens with it. Um, it's one of them kind of background signings or, or you know appointments in the in the club that you don't really realise the impact until three, four, five years time when players start coming through. So time is on our side, um, but Nuno seems to like um, dipping into the academy. Um, obviously. Um, Dan Levy's always spoken about that, um, that he wants to see players coming through. So let's see what happens. See what happens. It can only be a positive in my bet. Yeah, it seems like he's uh, kind of replacing our um, uh, our old uh, academy uh, head of academy, John McDermott, who was um, who's joined the FA. Uh, but yeah, Everton um, 
I'm not sure how much of his tenure aided this, but I mean, they've got a bit of history of bringing players into the first team from a young age groups like players like Seamus Coleman. He was signed early, come through, Calvert Lewin, John Joe Kenny's had some first team appearances, Mason Holgate, Tom Davis. I mean, they may not be good. It depends on your opinion, but the point is like, he aids in helping uh, academy players come into the first team by the looks of it. And I feel like that uh, kind of takes over from uh, what Ryan, Ryan Mason's role might have been before, because I feel like he was yeah. head of development before. He's, and he's, Yeah, he's, I think he's been shifted. I was reading about it earlier today. They kind of rebranded his role a little bit. Um, mm. they, so they split it into two. So Chris Powell was actually head of coaching, I think from the 17s to 23s. And then Mason's just... Um, Mason's got an office. That's about it. Cool. <laughs> it just seems like he's got an office. <laughs> he's just an intern. <laughs> Bless him. I, I, anyway, I don't want to speak on the man because I really don't like him. But he's got an office. <laughs> he's got an office there, isn't he? I like him in the shot up the place. He's just throwing shade on someone who <laughs> interrupted for like seven, eight games. And... He's, he's an admin um, assistant. Hate him more than Tim Sherwood, yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Yes. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Tim Sherwood tried to win games. Nah. Yes. I feel like Tim Sherwood is much more of an egotist, but yeah, Ryan Mason. No. 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 Because yeah, no, no, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You got to have yes. an ego to be a manager. Yeah. Ryan Mason was a carpet, bro. Like literally, Eric. Wow. Dyer was coming Eric. Dyer was coming the thing to is, look, I want to play this. Week. I'm Tim Sherwood is giving gilets to fans. He's. <laughs> Dancing, doing poses and salutes on the on the pitch of players. He openly said in almost every interview that I deserve the job. I deserve it full time. I want it full time. It was yeah. Ryan Mason was more queer about it and was just like, he, look, Mason is a moose, bro. Yeah, I what? said it with him. Either yeah, way, yeah. AVB was worse than both. So I'm just fair. That's fair. That's fair. At least they tried to win games. Yeah, yeah. Mason oh, didn't even check with you. Do you not, have you yeah, not yeah, yeah. looked at what that. we saw? I'm not like, having that. What, what he was picking? The team yeah, Jax, I'm not having that. AV, AVB, AVB was, he got dealt hard, didn't it? He was, it was the Portuguese tax that went against him. But Mason is an absolute <sighs> virus. That's what he is. Yeah. Norton can't freaking save us from freaking Ryan Mason. That guy's oh my goodness. Fair play. We've been shifting him out of the club. His influence is pretty much Bro, he should be uh, a next to nothing now. He's he's he just serves to take uh, bombs on holiday with him, I guess. Um but moving on, I guess we've replaced him. Actions speak louder than words and his role's been taken over by uh by lovely Chris. So, yeah, we'll see how that pans out because we do have a good new system. And uh, some of it was in display recently against Colchester. Um, I only really caught, like, bits and pieces of the first half. So, um, Dave, I'll quickly come to you. What were your takeaways from... <laughs> just a quick takeaways from uh, the Colchester game because, for intensive purposes, yeah. it was a pretty good performance. It was it was good. We did what we had to do. Um, Colchester was obviously the scene of where Pochettino um, we we drew with last time we played the minute one one all and then got knocked out of the cup on penalties at Colchester. So <clears throat> it's good to go back there and and you know redress the balance of power. I can't believe I'm saying that with Spurs and Colchester. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was it was decent enough. I think 
the the combination of youth and experience was good. Son looks like he hasn't missed a beat from December. <laughs> um, he's definitely got the Mourinho and, and Mason season out of his system, I think. Um, it's very sharp. Um, Mora looks sharp, but Mora always looks sharp in pre-season. So I'm just going to keep it at that. Um, in terms of the young players, now John, definitely. Scarlett, definitely. Scarlett is a gunman. He's so, so cold. <laughs> Do you know what, Scarlett? He, he reminds me of one of those androids. Like I, I can see the night tick or the red ribbon army logo on him. I still think he looks like this cold android who just looks locked he's, in. He's got no regrets. No regrets. None. None. Any shot, any shot is a shot on. T- None. It's an option for him. Do you know what I mean? And like you know, two in the first game, he scored with his left foot. Um, he had a goal ruled out for offside, but his movement was great. Um, he, he's definitely just got that in him to to, to really go for go for goal. Do you know what I mean? It's what we need in, in a striker. Um, and then Oliver Skip, I got to save the best to last because I think he came in Ooh. and displayed everything that we've seen in the championship. He's now looking at, he can push, you know, certain players out of the first team. Um, you don't feel like you're missing anything out if he, if he starts a game for Spurs um, in the league or if he comes on at 60 minutes to try and help us see it out. You don't feel like we're, we're dropping back um, a level. Um, so, yeah, so Skip played very well. He played an absolute sumptuous pass, um, crossfield volley, well, half volley kind of thing um, to Bergwijn. Um, Bergwijn looks like he's just been in the Another gym. player who played um, well. Yeah, he played well, but he just looks like he's been in the gym. And to be honest, what you want to see from Bergwijn, you want to see Bergwijn finishing, but you made that little pass to Son. You can tell he was nervous. No confidence. Yeah. He actually got lucky with no that pass, confidence. I thought, because if and you got lucky. it across goal, you have to take the goalkeeper out the game. And he didn't But do the that. goalkeeper read it. He was quite unlucky not to save it yeah. as well. But it's, he it's got the assist some, at the end of the day. Some can finish. That's the only reason why that, that was it. it wasn't because of a great pass into an open goal or anything like that. Um, but, you know, like I said, 3-0. Whiteman played well. As well. Yeah, he made some really good saves. For mm. um, minutes-wise, you know, no injuries that like I can remember. Everyone got some minutes. But you do want to see a lot. MK Dons at the weekend, um, and then we've got Chelsea and Arsenal, which I think is where Chelsea and Arsenal on the 4th and the 8th of August, I think that's when you're going to really see what the team shapes up as. Um, but it's good to see us getting a win, um, and from a tactical standpoint, playing higher up the pitch, some attacking patterns. The link-up play was good. Let's go for it. Burger I can't away. believe I've never seen that nickname before. Bergervine. <laughs> he does look like he's burning it off though a bit. So I mean he shouldn't be he shouldn't be credited for going to the gym and losing weight as a professional footballer. He shouldn't be big in the first place, but were you impressed with his performance? Yeah, I mean I didn't I didn't watch it. <laughs> but um caught the highlights. I caught the highlights. I saw I saw that that uh that passed us on. I mean, yeah, <laughs> he looked devoid of any confidence at all. Um, but we'll have to see. I think if we're going to get rid of that many players that are on the list, he isn't a priority. But let's just give him, I guess, give him another season uh, to see if he can get more than one goal. Mm. Yeah. Was there anyone else from what you saw in the highlights on the periphery of the first team, perhaps that may or may not have impressed you? Or yeah, no, John. I mean, yeah, mm. looked good in the highlights, looked lively. But again, 
um, there wasn't too many highlights of him. So, uh, yeah, can't say much on that. But, yeah, um, that pass from Skippy, though. Harry Weeks made a few good, nice forward passes as well. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Who? Who? We do know. Tom Davies. That move where both one passed it across goal, that was all started off by a lovely passing between the lines from Harry Wiggs. And I, again, I'm making a caveat. It's cold chest Jack has said this night, you've got to let me know. You've got to let me know whenever this guy makes a forward pass. And I I just decided to be a and actually say when he makes a forward pass. We're talking about Oliver Skip. We're talking about now, John. We're talking about all this excitement from the academy. And Owen brings up Harry Wings. Like, what are you trying to do? Bro? You should be happy. He's up in his value. Come on. No, no. Oh, wait, oh, he, yeah, no we don't. No, we don't need to be happy yet because he needs to go for peanuts. Because I don't care. <laughs> he's dry. He, 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 he's the southern Jay Spearing. Like he is just you eat. That is. <laughs> that is I, can't, I can't say it any any other way. Like, he's just know, I just, too. I always, I just resist the fact that he, he, he seems to be just the main scapegoat for Spurs fans, even though he's not really even in the first team. There's people who are worse than him, right? Who's worse and than him? Got... Who's worse than him? Sissoko's had a worse season than Wings. Sissoko doesn't count. Who's who's worse than Wings? <laughs> actual actual footballers. Sissoko doesn't count. I want you to name me somebody that we actually, we, we can physically say we see on the pitch, yeah? Let me say one thing, right? Last season in the league, we finished seventh. And we improved, we thought we'd improved in midfield. We signed Kouibier, we played a non more. We finished seventh in the league. Where when we played Wings, a bulk of the game's 1920 season, we finished higher in the league. I mean, that's, I mean, proof is in the pudding for me there, really. If, it, really, if, he, if he plays in the possession based side, he does better and he can be effective still. He can't be effective. He's a liar. That's where he is, a fraud. First yeah. time he hasn't been in the first team for a while when we finished outside the top six. I don't think that's an accident, to be honest. No, that's what you know. it's called Judge. That's what it's called because obviously he got upset that he wasn't in the team. So he spoke to some 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 dangerous men, yeah, from from particular regions, yeah, around the world, and they made it happen. <laughs> yeah, but we we we've realised that the judge was around, so now it's time to get rid of it. It's back no, I'm being shameless. I'm being shameless, but I mean, I just don't think he should be the main scapegoat. I think it's weird. I think they, I think if you're gonna scapegoat a player, then you kind of you scapegoat a player who you expect more from. Like I, I don't expect a huge deal from Harry Winks. I don't even expect him to be in the first team. But it's yeah. I, I, I mean, I've said it time and time again. Front door. That that's that's how low my expectation is. I don't expect him to know how to get out of his own house, let alone find his way to the bloody pitch. Yeah. But I have to deal with this guy. Like, yeah, I know. I saw a few of those passes in the Colchester game. And I thought to myself, oh, you know, that looked a bit different. But the truth of the matter is, it's Colchester. And none of it was special. Because I'd seen him do the same thing against Wolves and then get spun by Wolves for the rest of the game, yeah? Where Skippy, Skippy on the, on the half turn, he was like, yo, I, I don't even need to look at my man. And it landed on man's toes, yeah? Did you, did you hear us? You could hear it, yeah, and then it landed <laughs> on man's toes. With with winks, you just don't know what you're going to get at all. Let's let's put it this way: if winks was a postman, no one will be getting their mail. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no one. And on that note. <laughs>
That is hot. <laughs> Can someone translate oh, for me no. what he just said? Because again, I, I don't understand parcel tongue. That is hot. Hey, listen. Sorry, Jax has been on fire, yeah. And to be honest with you, as as a member of the NSO, you can't really come after one of our brothers because we will come down on you, innit? But I understand if you attack him as well because he's been on a lot of <laughs> he's been on, he's on some form. Yeah, I think I, I think everyone in the comments uh, pretty much agrees with uh, you guys when it comes to Harry Wings. But you know, it is what it is. We pride ourselves on different opinions from different perspectives. Um, yeah, did you watch? The game, I did. And I what were your takeaways? Because there were a lot of positive notes. Without yeah. being shameless, to be fair, uh, a lot of positives. The guys have covered it very well. Um, now, John, yeah, now John really did stick out. Um, I think, I think a lot of the the guys that done well in in or are doing okay in preseason are putting their name in, in the hat for the the conference league. Um, I want to see Scarlet in the conference league. Uh, I don't want to see Skip in the Conference League. I, I, there's certain players I want to see in the league and maybe the FA Cup, uh, but I don't necessarily want to see them in the Conference League because I feel like we should leave that for more of the youngsters and kind of get them to develop their game a bit much there. Um, I'm trying to think of who else really... Whiteman had a good game. Yeah. Which is really saying did. a lot because he obviously he's a keeper, but he had a really good game. So... Um, he can take that and you know be happy with that. He's probably solidified his spot for for the conference league because it definitely ain't gonna be Joey Blindman Hart. Like it's not gonna be that guy. So um, I think Whiteman will probably be the starting keeper. Uh, I want to see. I do want to see a bit more of of Alfie. To be fair, mm, Ryan, you think he huh? should take Joe Hart's place at least? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. You've got too many Alfies and Harry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young, younger, younger Alfie, sorry. Yeah, younger Alfie. Yeah, he played he played the right one. The bits yeah, I saw yeah. in the second half, his touches were... Yeah, they were tidy. So, I, yeah, yeah. I, I want to see more of him. Not necessarily in the league, because I don't, I, don't I don't want one of these youngsters to get bodied by these 42-year-old men that are masquerading as 33-year-olds here, right? So, I'll just be happy if they, you know, go to the conference league and do their thing there. But I'm, I'm not happy that people like Dyer and Ali are getting... Bruv, these men need to just... Bruv, it, every time I saw these men touch ball, especially Ali, I was like, oh my goodness, this guy's got a goal. That was He's one of the worst to... goals I've ever seen as well, Bruv, Ali's goal. Horrible. <laughs> horrible. That was bad. He, he... I, I, feel, I feel it's disrespectful that you have dreads and, and got worse. It's like... There's no way you should have dreads and, and decline in ability. That's it's disrespectful to man like Hullet, man like all, all the great dreads of the footballing errors. Yeah. Man like Sadoff before he lost his hair and came on home. Yeah. Like the, the, these these dread man shouldn't be disrespected by, by Ali and his boohoo blonde streaks. I ain't got time for that, bruv. Sell that you tomorrow. It's mad. He's um with uh, with the Stokes for how how it is with Nuno, I think Delhi might. From the looks of it, I feel like he's in Nuno's plans. Um, I don't know if that's because it's uh, a levy or paratici request to try and, you know, give him a remontada, or um, 
<laughs> or he's just performing very, very well in training. People, but you don't give people remontadas. Do you know what I mean? Like they got to earn it. They got to play that way. Then, then that's the, the noises which have been coming out as well. Apparently, him and Bergvine have been lighting it up in training. Um, from the Colchester game, Delhi looked pretty tidy and sharp in uh, deeper areas, but. Weirdly shaky when he was actually in the box, which is the polar opposite of what his natural game really is. And yeah, like, I agree. Um, his goal was very scatty. I didn't even see what body part he scored with in the end. It was um, fair play to Son, though. He pretty much put it on a plate for him. Uh, Bergvine looks sharp taking on players again. Again, Colchester, but he he was taking on uh, a lot of their players isolating them and uh, we saw quite a bit of his dribbling Alfie Devine uh, Alfie Whiteman actually I meant to say uh, I thought he had a good game as well the Estonian Donny who we signed as a young centre-back showed really good personality he's playing out of position he looks pretty comfortable um, a little shout out to Mark Nuble I'd say his name because um, their striker is it Nuble he was hooping so <laughs> it gave uh, Dierga a test, he, and I, I think he failed it. I think he looked so shaky at times. So, are we surprised? No, I'm absolutely not. I'm just more disappointed than anything. <clears throat> um, yeah, youngsters really looked sharp as well. Like Scarlett came on, scored an offside goal, looked sharp, looked a threat. Troy Parrott, I'm a bit disappointed in because I didn't really see much of him. He did a little twist and turn to yeah. work a chance, which looked okay, but I, I just <clears> want to see more of him because he's supposed to be ahead of uh, Dane Scarlett in terms of development. But you I just know, don't think he... I think just, just looking not. at Troy Parrott, he doesn't look like he's fit. He doesn't look like he's in shape. Um, I don't know. I, I just He looked like he was carrying a bit too much of that summer... Uh, the, the Willian body. <laughs> oh um, my god! But now yeah, he looked—he looked a bit, you know, he wasn't quite in in the right shape. But we got the ECL, so their men are going to get minutes. Do you know what I mean? Um, but it's good to have, as a, you know, the striker Parrot and Scarlet have them trying to best each other. Because from what I hear from the academy, they're they're both very headstrong about being the next guy up. So <clears throat> it's good to have that competition. Um, Let's see what happens. Yeah, I hear that. And obviously the main the main one who impressed me was Oliver Skip. Like I feel like I'm in uh, that old press conference taking Harry Redknapp's place when he was talking up Frank Lampard in front of the supporters group, saying thinking he's gonna go right to the very top because I feel like as long as he stays injury free, he gets the minutes. I really think he is. I think going into the World Cup he could be one of England's centre midfielders. Um, just the way he's constantly aware of everything around him and his decision making is spot on. Like you make you you watch him play on the eye test. He's constantly looking around him, scanning around him. He always knows like what he's going to do when he picks up the ball, whether to faint one way or just release quickly. His passing range looks really really good. His timing of pass is really good, and of course he loves to defend as well. So. Yeah, for me, I mean, even I've I've only really seen him for a little bit this preseason, and I'm already ready for him to start against Man City first game of the season. Low pressure game because no one's really expecting us to get anything from it, um, especially if they have Harry Kane by then. 
So, yeah, why not throw him in at a deep end and see how he does? Because we need a player who's going to be as comfortable as Skip is on the ball against City's midfield. But, yeah, um, I guess that pretty much all wraps it up for the evening. We've been going on for nearly an hour and a half now. It is quarter to midnight as we record this. Um, Some people still watching, man. Shout out to those still watching. Shout out. It's been a fun stream, man. People have been commenting in shout outs to you. Uh, especially Romario Coys. I think he denoted a little bit to us. So massive shouts to you, especially yeah, cast member yeah. tops. He's on a, he's on call for surgery at the moment at the NHS doing his thing. Still commenting Deddy is cooked. Still <laughs> proud member of the NSO, even while we're in the trenches at the NHS. You, you've got to respect it. You've got to respect it. But yeah, Jack, Yao, Dave. Sorry, Dave, you were about to say. Congrats to Tongi and Dombele, who's just... Uh... I think his, his partner has just given birth to a baby boy, I think it was, um, <clears throat> which is why we haven't seen him in pre-season. That um, would explain why he wasn't part of the squad. Yeah, that's why he wasn't in the squad. So, um, as we probably probably guessed, he, the, the boy probably came out dribbling out, out of the womb. Then. <laughs> the the faint junior is on the birth certificate, yeah, I think. I saw so, a tweet. Um, the tweet said he body fainted out of the womb and sent the doctor for a hot dog and chips. There we go. There we go. That's it right there. Yeah, That's it. That's the Indombele way. That is sick. That is lovely. I was laughing midstream just when I saw that. Paratici, sign his son up to the academy now. Now. Beg. As long as Ryan Mason doesn't coach him. Yeah, right. Ryan Mason, Ryan Mason wouldn't bring him. He'll, he'll, he'll admit him completely. Oh my god! I didn't, I didn't realize the hate for Ryan Mason was so strong. Ryan Mason will tell him to be an electrician or something. Like, oh, but but yeah, boys, it's been an amazing pod, especially for the uh, for the for the time which we're recording as well. We're all quite tired in this hot weather, but we churned out what was a rather fun pod, in my opinion. So, yeah, again, Jack, Yao, Dave, the New Spurs order. Thank you for listening again. Morale, um, just a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, just a little reminder as well. Check out Tops's page for um, donations to his cause. He's doing uh, helping with open heart surgery in Nigeria soon as part of a charity. Um, please check that out and check out our, uh, our podcast every Saturday or every stream on the Thursday. All right. Peace out. Peace. Peace. Bye-bye. <laughs> 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 on debut, Tungay Ondombele has scored the equaliser for Spurs. Lucas Moura clips it. Oh, great goal! Stephen Bergwijn has arrived in North London! That is absolutely incredible on debut! Oh, yay! Podcast Network.